bear with me, the Boston Bruins kick off the 2023-2024 season tomorrow, Wednesday, October 11th. My name is Joe Caponi. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent because hockey is back. How are you doing, Joseph? I'm doing all right, dude. An exciting Tuesday opening night ahead of us as well. By the time you're hearing this, it's probably happened or in the process of happening, but I'm looking forward to that as we speak right now. A Bedard-Crosby kickoff. I've been trying to find the clip all day to send you that they were airing on ESPN of the two of them sitting in a fake locker room talking to each other, trying to hype up the NHL crowds uh, for this opening night. And it's a momentous one. It's a big one. It's kind of a passing of the torch moment, potentially. It's cool the way that they you know, made the schedule for the two of them to face off. Uh, NHL needs to market its players and needs to get them doing their thing and whatever. And everyone says that, but in the same breath at every turn, every time they hand a player the mic, they remind everyone why that idea does not work as they're, uh, well, they're boring. They're boring and they're bland. They're vanilla. They're bland. They're boring. Uh, and they've had PR coaching their entire lives. So I found that clip actually. And I sent you it. Did. I, I texted it to you. I was like, okay, I found it. And it is. It's just super boring. It's just like, what are you excited for your first game? He's like, yeah, I'm excited. I'm a little nervous. What was your first game like? He's like, oh, I was a little nervous. <laughs> Honestly, the only interesting thing to play against you. The only interesting thing I took out of that was learning that Sidney Crosby, when he came into the league, he lost his first nine NHL games. The Penguins lost their oh. first nine games to start the 05. I do not season. remember that. So he was like looking for advice. He's like, yeah, don't do that. So now I'm expecting Chicago to lose the first nine games. I, I well, kind of touch on this. They're kind of set up for that. So. They are. Oh, okay. I was going to get into because in all the excitement for Bedard and then off the side a little bit with Hall and Felino going there, I entirely forgot the Blackhawks still really suck. Like they're not a good team at all. Like they no. are not. They're, they just got Connor Bedard. They got the number one laundry pick. They got Connor Bedard, a generational talent. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the favorites going into the season to win the lottery again next year. <laughs> that can't be allowed. Well, you can't yeah. get two back-to-back first-round picks. Like, I'm sorry, first overall picks. Yeah. I, I can't even think of who else has had that. Did Anaheim have that? It seems like something that would happen to them. Or like, yeah. well, I guess Edmonton did it repeatedly. And they Actually, didn't. that's true, yeah. They did Edmonton. nothing. It was Nugent Hawkins, Yakupov. Taylor Hall. There he is. Coming and up. And then again. that guy, Connor, whatever his face. Bedard, yes. Yeah, Connor Bedard. Connor, <laughs> Connor McBedard. <laughs> Dude, watching that clip of Crosby and Bedard made me think that of the top guys, McDavid might have the most personality, which is no, crazy. It's, it's Posternock. Come on. Uh, of the top boys, is he a top boy? I don't know. It's honestly, it's probably he's Matthew. a t- he scored Matthew. 60 goals last year. Yeah, is he a top guy? Yes. He's not a face of the league guy. No, We're talking no, face not. of the league He's guy. so close, but he's not. Like, he's McDavid not. does stuff on the eye. McDavid's speed alone separates him from, like, nearly everybody else. Sands like yeah. McKinnon or something like that. But the stuff McDavid can do in the top professional hockey league in the world is, like, dude, cut these guys a break like yeah like take like 10 percent off and just make this a little bit more sports like yeah and it's it's a weird position for bedard because uh there have been guys like matthews and mcdavid 
who have come along and been these highly touted guys who ended up living up to the expectations. Jordan Caron. Yeah. And that's a name. That's a name. I guarantee you have not thought about in the last three years. minimum. And I'm talking to you, the you, the listener. What was the last time you earnestly thought about Jordan Caron? The answer is never. What is he up to? I don't know. I I genuinely don't know. I don't even think I want to know. I see you looking it up. You can keep that to yourself. God damn it. No, you can tell us. Uh, I'm not going to. But no, there there is there is a lot of pressure for anybody coming in. Uh, what do you, do you, I mean, we're, this is a Bruins show, but we're talking about Bedard, so we're going to talk about Bedard, uh, in terms of like living up to the hype, where do you think he's going to end up falling? Like if you want to use like McDavid as a benchmark where like McDavid to me, like completely lived up to it. Like McDavid is as much as as big of a deal as he was touted to be. And Matthew, Matthews probably did too, to a lesser Mm -hmm. extent. Minus four goals in your opening night. Right. Yeah. Kind of hard to live up to that bar. Um, yeah. Whereas somebody like, I don't know, Taylor Hall, who like maybe took a bit to get going and like, didn't have the longevity or the consistency, I guess is a better way to put it. Uh, maybe closer to that range. I just don't want to put too much on him or get my own expectations too blown out for him. But also the thing that has been so highly touted about him is his stick handling and his space creation and his footwork. And he is, showing that in the preseason that he's able to do that against NHL guys or at the very least AHL guys. I don't know who's who he's playing against, but uh, I'm excited. It looks like it it lives up to the expectations in terms of just the skill alone. Right. Uh, I agree. I I, did. You happen to see his backhand saucer pass in one of the preseason games? I did. I've seen every Bedard highlight. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, the best one of which is Flurry, just like upending him in the shootout and just sending him. And then for doing a ride. the same thing to Hall. Yeah, it was just great. He's like, "Oh, I could just do this." Like, I think I'm gonna keep doing that then. Right. Yeah. I, I saw some like ridiculous Twitter take where someone was like shitting on Flurry. He's like, "Oh, he's so overrated," and it was only because they like Bedard so much. I'm like, dude, he hasn't even played a legitimate NHL game. Like, yeah, what are you going to think of all the guys who give him his welcome to the NHL? Wipe moments? your mouth and move on. Like, it's, it's, let's give him a, a day, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, but, I think uh, he'll, I, I think am... he'll be good, though. I think he'll, I don't think he's going to like de- dethrone McDavid anytime soon, but I think he's going to be a top guy in the league before long. At the very least, you're going to see a lot of his highlights because his ability to create plays from nothing is certainly something that's not going to vanish from preseason to regular season. I don't think that some increased defensive pressure is suddenly going to make everybody twice as fast as they are, which is what you would need to be to be able to keep up with them. So I I think that's for sure going to be under, he's going to be a highlight machine. I don't know how much it's going to help the Chicago Blackhawks who really did completely. (laughs) This is so weird that this happened right around this time that they like are totally turning the page into a new chapter of themselves. Isn't that so strange? The timing of that, that, you know, Taze being gone ish, uh, Kane leaving Patrick Kane, getting traded Rocky words, dying. And all of, you know, a bunch of other headlines getting swept under the rug. It's weird how all of these things are leading into this new era of Connor Bredow. It is going to be a bit, it's going to be a bit. That's the thing about it. So, if you're a Blackhawks fan, at least you have something to root for. But you're probably not listening to the show if you're a Blackhawks fan. You're a Bruins fan who's looking to, to uh, kick off the season with a five to one victory on Wednesday. 
probably not listening to the show even if you're a Bruins fan. We're a small, dedicated community. Well, you're probably... If you're listening to the show, you are probably a Bruins fan. But if you're a Bruins yeah. fan, you're not probably listening. Not yet. If we had more not than yet. half of all Bruins fans listening in, we would be very powerful people. Yeah. I don't, what, I don't what, know. What what that, what would be like? I don't want you to have that power. I I don't want me to have that power. I it would go to my head immediately. The idea of it is making me feel egotistical right now. <laughs> Moving on. I'm seeing you sit a little straighter. Yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. spine just grew a couple inches. Uh, Joe, please enunciate when you're talking to me. Thank you. So sorry, I won't look at you again. Thank you. But now yeah. Wednesday is. Oh, go real, ahead. Go ahead. Go real, ahead. Real, I'm sorry. Uh, you, I, we kind of talked about this before. You alluded to the opening night being Penguins Blackhawks, which is what right. it should be. Right. But it's not. It is a 5.30 p.m. start between the Nashville Predators and the Tampa Bay Lightning. If you live in Nashville, you're still at work when that game starts. Yeah. Good. Um, love if, that. Fantastic. Good job, NHL. We love if it. If this was 2017, it's not a bad way to start the, the season. Some good teams. If it's 2018, it's not a bad way to start the season. 19? It's okay. It's all right. Probably one-sided. Yeah. Now it's now it's not not what the people are signing up for. I don't understand why you don't just move that game to another day. I'm also pretty bummed because I think we were both under the impression that we were going to be at Connor Bedard's debut. The fact that his NHL debut starts off with back-to-back games uh, in uh, in are they both on the road? Is it Pittsburgh and Boston? Uh, that would make more sense than Chicago and Boston. That'd be pretty crazy. So, um, but either way, back-to-back they're, games they're travel in, in between. They're in Pittsburgh. Tonight. Okay, that makes some sense. So uh, that that is something. So putting him through that's that's your welcome to the NHL moment from the schedule makers. Um, pre getting on the ice with Lucic. Uh, now, do we want to talk about this game first? I feel like that's kind of what we've been centering around. I know it's like <laughs> not like the main focus of this show, and like not what we came into this show expecting to focus primarily on. But the it Black is what Hawks we're talking Penguins about: the Bruins Blackhawks. The Bruins game. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, suppose Bruins. this Bruins podcast should start talking about the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, so a few things. So I know they're doing like an alumni event uh, before puck drop where they're like bringing out members of championship winning teams. Mm-hmm. That probably Chera. means Chera. That probably means Patrice Bergeron will be in the house. So this will be the first opportunity the garden will have to cheer him post retirement. So expect like a multi-minute standing ovation if and when they call his name, if that's how it ends up working tomorrow. That is, I think, a certainty that he'll be there. I mean, it's the first Bruins game since 1976 since he hasn't been on the team. So... I think he has to be there. Um, I think they also, I don't know. In in my mind, this is like a retire him immediately situation where his banner should be going up tomorrow. Can you imagine if they just like shadow drop that and they just like, oh, by the way, Watson's we're all here. Up it goes. Might as well do this. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. (gasps) I think they might. 
They won't. They won't. They won't. I, mean, I, they I will can't, make a huge thing of that. They will no, sell yeah. tickets to it. Yeah, it'll be a whole thing. So much but money. Maybe they'll announce when they're doing it tomorrow. They've done, you know, the, the um, Patriots did that when Tom Brady came back at the beginning of this season. He came back, and then Robert Kraft was like, and by the way, make sure you're here October fucking whatever because we're going to put 12 up there. So they could they could do that, but either way, I think that Patrice has got to be there. I mean, come on. I think it's a failure if you don't get him there. Well, he just doesn't want to be. Yeah. You know how Patrice much he doesn't love would never team. do anything for the team, dude. No, he would no, never. No. Not not his style. It would be funny if in retirement that he was like, fuck you guys. What have you ever done for me? <laughs> do you know how exhausting it was to put up that facade for the last 40 years? Like? <laughs> he goes back to only speaking French. <laughs> He's at Habs games every night. <laughs> the one person alive who could get me to learn how to speak French. Uh, but for the game itself, mm-hmm. kind of talking about before, like Chicago is not as good as I thought they were going to be. I got so wrapped up in the idea of seeing Bedard, what I thought would be his opening night, but still seeing Bedard really early in the season, completely forgot that this is not like a gimme, but like very much in Boston's favor. They're minus 315 tomorrow. As they should be, yeah. As they should be, and I. It's also the, the return of Holland Felino. So don't don't you keep talking about this Bedard guy, which is great. He's never played a single game here. Holland Felino played a combined four, a little years. over a full season. Five so, years. yeah, I, I they'll they'll do something for them, obviously, and like it's cool to see them. But it's it's not like when Lucic came back to the Garden when he was playing with the Kings, where that was like a thing. Where like this is like, hey, thanks, bud, like. Oh god! Speaking of seeing Lucci to return to the Garden, that alone, my god, the storylines are crazy. The story yeah, there's a crazy. there's a lot going on tomorrow night. It's going to be an incredible atmosphere. I think, for the most part, everyone's really ready to get excited for Bruins hockey again. Like, I don't know about most people, but like, I didn't really uh, lean into how the season ended last year. Like I didn't like watch any videos about it. I didn't watch any recaps. Like I still haven't, like I kind of avoided the Bruins for a little bit just cause it was like too much for me. Um, but I think, well, I know that I am at a point where I'm super excited, really ready for this season. And I would think that most Bruins fans are at this point, judging by how involved everybody seemed to be in the preseason where I think that energy is going to really come out tomorrow night. I think they are <clears throat> solidly the one B team in the city right now, which is really saying something because uh, in our lives, the years where the Bruins are the number one team in the city, the city feels different when, when Boston is around the Bruins, they're around the Bruins. And uh, I don't know how much you paid attention this year, Rob, but the Boston Red Sox kind of, um, well, they sucked their own butt. So they 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 sucked butt their own butt. And then uh, the Patriots are maybe the worst they've ever been since we've been alive. Uh, they're they're quite possibly the worst team in football right now. It is the Celtics and the Bruins. That's what's going on in town. And I think the C's are only the 1A team right now because they just made a big signing right before the season starts, which is obviously going to drum up a lot of whatever. 
Uh, and if you look at, <coughs> sorry, championship odds, they are like tied for the number one favorite across the NBA to win it all. Uh, whereas the Bruins, I think, are either seventh or eighth right now. Around there. <laughs> but uh, last year, I don't know, man. I don't know if last year had a positive or negative effect on this year. Because I think there are a group of fans who are under the thinking that it's not going to be as good as last year. And it's without Bergeron now, like, do I want to watch? And I think that there's some fan service that they're doing in terms of, you know, really leaning into the centennial stuff. Fucking Lucic and Heinen are back, you know, there's... <laughs> in the same breath. Lucic yeah, and, yeah, some... and Chris, like, <laughs> I, mean, I understand. I understand. Danton. Just... Where the fuck did I get Chris? Danton. Heinen. I thought you, I thought you were just saying like, Oh, and this guy, Chris, that we I should, found I should have run with that. I shouldn't have. Chris Kelly, Chris, Chris Heinen, Chris Kelly's on the mind. I do want to talk about Chris Kelly in a bit, but. You look a little bit like Chris Kelly. You ever get told that? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Any Not time. often enough, I think. He's more handsome than you. Should I have yeah. kept that to myself? Anyway. Anyway, I think there are some folks who uh, you know, can, are, are, are under that thinking. But I think for the most part, man, last year was a net positive in terms of just drumming up excitement because there is so many pieces that are back. Primarily the big one that people are not as excited about as they should be is the fact you that you brought this up last show. The two best goaltenders who could have shared the Vezina last year are just back. They're back. Yeah. And for some reason, all off season, I heard about wanting to trade one or both of them. Yeah. There, there were so many possible scenarios this off season where you would lose one of them. None of them happened. They're both stoked to still be playing with each other. Mm -hmm. And we can kind of get into it a little bit now, like talking about what we expect from them this season. Uh, I'll just say, I think it's the same thing. The same exact thing as last year. A healthy split will only mark taking the ma small majority of them. And until like he falls off and Swayman goes on a heater, I don't think that changes. Okay. Do you want, then do you want to just get into these predictions then? Cause we are going to yeah, get hard yeah, predictions we, we, on these yeah, guys. Let's yeah, do it as well. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. All right. Let's start. Let's start in net then. Give me your, give me your actual predictions. Games played. For, um, for Olmark. Let's start with Olmark. What did he, didn't he have like 45 wins last season? Cause 40 or something. I think I it was know. 40 wins. I think he no, played like, 40. Yeah, it was 40 games. and 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, I, I would say Olmark between 50 to 50 start, 50 to 50 is starts 50 Olmark 32 Swayman. Nah, give or take a few in 32, 50 and 32. That is uh, probably less from Olmark, honestly, but I'd be kind of splitting hairs at that point. Okay. Uh, give me that save percentage. What does Olmark end with or goals against either one? Save percentage. I think he'll hover around like, 918 to 922 if he's if he has a great year i mean 915 to play it safe but probably closer to 9 920 All right, we'll, we'll lock you in at 915 here that's fine i'll take that and then uh a 2-0 nice and nice and easy 2.00 you're saying a 2-0 goes again so you're saying you're saying he makes another vesna campaign i don't see why he wouldn't like 
the defense in front of him was never really the reason he was playing as well as he did last year. I mean, that's not to say it didn't heavily contribute. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too optimistic here. I would kind of have to look at his other years, but I don't know. Maybe it was 2-2. Give him a 2-2 then. You're kind of talking me out of it. All right, 2-2. What do you think? What are you, what are you expecting from Olmark? All right. I was going to give Olmark 43 games. Okay. I was going to say it takes a step back there. Oh, you're um, talking like a real split then. Like a... I'm saying a split. I'm also going to say that Bussy gets some games here for one reason or another. That's fair. Yeah, I think so, he, you'll see him. Even if it's just a handful, I think he gets a few of them. I don't think it's going to be a totally even split. Um, and uh, I think it's realistic to say he takes a step back for me. I was going to say he ends uh, with a 2 eight, five. A two eight five. That's a couple a steps five. back. That's not that, a couple. That's not good. Back. It's it's it, it it's very well like a top ten goalie. I don't think a two eight five is a top ten goalie stat. I mean, let's look at last. He was year. like sub two for most of last year. Right, but nobody ends that way. He did, didn't he? This is the part where you wait for us to Google things. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Like I, that, that'd be yeah. He would wild. be he would be middle of the pack with a two eight last year. Okay. Yeah. This is also his, just a strong year for goaltending. I mean, like he averages two, two five over his career. So you're saying you're saying he's gonna have the second worst year of his career if you're saying you're two eight five. Because his worst is a three one one. So we're we're on the opposite of the spectrum. Let's. I'm like he's gonna do it again, and you're like he's gonna forget how to play goaltender. Like, I mean, uh, here's the thing: a two eight five last year is Philip Grubauer and Mark Andre Fleury. Really? It's, it's better than Darcy Kemper. That's surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. Grubauer and Fleury yeah. is not bad company. I'm what gonna. About, I'm gonna what about save percentage? In. What about save percentage? A nine oh eight. Wow, man! No faith. No Listen, faith. it's not. It's not faith. It's just like it's a numbers just, game. Just, that's it's flurry just, again. What did flurry just, have? He had a nine oh eight. <laughs> okay, I'm, he is Mark Andre. He's going to turn into Mark Andre Flurry. He has Flurry's yeah, year yeah, last year. Yeah. Wasn't even the best goalie on that team. Um, Mr. Jeremy Swayman. Uh, yeah, so he'll take the other amount of starts minus a couple because I agree that Bussy will probably get a couple games. Um, Swayman had a nine twenty last year. I think mm-hmm. not far off. Again, like it's. I, I just I think they're gonna kind of ride the ride the hot hand. Like I don't think they're gonna have a huge fall off. Like I maybe like a couple points here and there, but I think you're more or less gonna see the same thing from them this year. My obviously okay, like, with a huge caveat, the Bruins are not winning 65 fucking games again. So like the wins are gonna be lower considerably. But I don't I don't know, man. I just I dare to dream. I dare to believe in the Boston Bruins. Join me. It's going to be heartbreaking in six months. 
But that's why we do this. Right? That's why we do it. <laughs> why do we do this again? I guess. Is that why we do it? I don't know. I do, what, are your final, f- what are your final fucking numbers? Dude, I don't know. I don't like getting bogged down because then if I'm wrong, I look foolish. Right. That's what we're doing. 915 <laughs> and a 25. 915 and a 25. All right. Ye of little faith. I have him with a 925 save percentage uh, and, a, and a 230. So um, I don't is, understand your predictions here. You just. That's pretty much the same year. A little bit better. better. Actually, you, you think you're a little so bit better. I'm gathering a huge step down for Omar. One of these guys. One of these guys is way older than the other one. Uh, I'm, you're going to end up being right. And then I will look doubly foolish, but that's fine. One of these guys is older than the other. I think Swayman, I don't know. I think, I think honestly, the thing that I feel the least good about is the number of games. I have 43 and 30 between the two of them. And then Bucky that's, getting that's nine. so hard to predict. Cause that's totally dependent on injuries and a lot like that. There's a lot to right. it there. Um, so, so who knows there? Who but, does know? Do you uh, want to weird do, that? I also have, I have Omar getting way more starts with, not as good numbers. So it is interesting. Figure that one out. I don't know why I'm doing that. All right. You want to do four predictions? Four? Four word. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that seems like the next thing. All right. Okay. Let's start with Pasta. Let's start with David Pasternak. Uh I I'm foreseeing uh high forties, low fifties for goals. Give me a fucking number to write down, I swear to God. <laughs> forty eight goals for number forty eight. 48 goals and 60 assists. 108 points. I think that's fair. And yeah, I'll tell you, yeah. I think Marchand is going to fucking destroy his point total from last year. He had 67 points last year, which was the second highest on the team. Pasternak nearly doubled the next highest amount of points on the team, which is bananas. That is pretty crazy. It that is pretty yeah. well, especially on that team. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, and well, you go for it. What do you think about Pasternak? What are you looking for, Mr. Dave? Um, I'm going to say 53 goals, 50 assists, 103 points. Okay. We're not far um, off here. Yeah, not very different. I just – I a few more goals. I think I think that could honestly even be low. I think that he could score in the high 50s again. Um, this is the prime of his career, so he should be doing that. Uh, he also has the benefit of being the only person on this fucking team who actually tries to shoot on an empty net at the end of a game. Everyone else is, is like, no, you, no, you. Like, Well, that, like that's also when the team was winning like 96% of the games that they played. So I think that might have been like, ah, just sharing the love. Who cares? I loved it so much because like they would have like a clear shot on net, and they would just be swiveling their head around looking for someone. And then Pasternak would get an empty net, and then try to deke through three people yeah. to score himself. He's like, no, 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 this one's mine. Yeah. Like scoring between his legs on no goalie. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, uh, oh captain, my oh, captain. Oh god, I my brain picture Bergeron, and then Marshan just showed up, and I'm like, right, 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 right. Uh, talking about Marshan. Talking about Brad, Captain Brad Marshan. Talking about Brad. I think he's gonna fucking light it up this year. Uh, probably yeah. more assist heavy. Um, I, I think he's gonna get like thirty-eight goals and fifty assists. Thirty-eight and fifty. Yeah, I think he's gonna fucking yeah, maybe thirty-eight's high. 
we'll say 35. I'll tone it down. 35 and 50. 50. Maybe 18 points more. So I guess not that huge difference, but that's a pretty difference. What about you? We're, we're pretty close. What did you have? Um, you know, I was going to say 36 goals is what I had written down, but now I feel like I need to differentiate from No, you. that's fine. I think that's fine. Uh, yeah, well, because our big difference is that I was going to say he had 61 assists. That's good. I, I would love that. I would love for him to have yeah, that I had, many points. <laughs> I had 36 and 61, uh, which comes up to 97 points. I was a math miner. I should know that. What about Jake? Oh, we're doing Jake? Yeah, I, Jake. I didn't have Jake written biggie, down, biggie. but we should Jake. do Jake. 30-30. I keep saying 30-30. That's what I want from him. He's, I think he's more than capable of a 30-30 year. And bear in mind, if Marchand is going to be getting 60-plus assists, he's playing with DeBrus, and those goals are going somewhere. Right, right, right. Coyle, I know you're there, too. What are you thinking from Mr. JD? Mr. JD. I'm going to kind of give him a lot of assists. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, if if I have Marshy getting 36 goals, those have got to come from somewhere. Darren McCoyle is a playmaker, though. I'm going to go 33 and 40. I would love that. How about th- that? I would be How about thrilled. That? That's a lot of faith in my boy, Jake. Uh, uh, dude, 40 assists would be fantastic. That'd be nuts. I could see it. All right, I'm thinking of two more forwards. How about Freddie and Looch? Oh, Fred, dude. I don't have Fred. I, I don't, I I'm write... fucking doing this all on the spot. Join me. It's, we made a list difficult. before the show. I don't think we did that. We don't have to be doing it on the spot. <laughs> okay. All right. Give me, give me your Fred numbies. Um... No, you go first. Trent While I look up his stats. Yeah, that's definitely. I'll, I'll give you what he got last year. So last year, he it was his record year, which was 17 and 14. Right. Oh, God, I was going to say 17 goals. And a plus 28. All right, let's go. Let's go 18 and 11. Okay. Okay. I don't like I I <laughs> I meant to say I don't mind that. I said I don't like that. So I guess I don't like that. Uh I I I want to say 20 goals. I really want to say 20 goals, but I I think that's too high. Bear in mind he is playing with uh Calder contender Matt Patra for at least 9 games. I don't think 20 is that insane. No, is it? Is I'm, it so, I'm, I'm so bad about second guessing myself with this shit. I really hope this makes good for good podcast listening. I have truly no idea. We'll say 15 and 20. I'll take 15 and 20 from Friday this year. 15 and 20 for a career high 35 points. I would like that. I, I would for be very... one Mr. Fred Frederick. Uh, now, <clears throat> there's a fella. There's a man. There's a, a man. A man. A man's man. Mm. Who last year racked up seven goals and 12 assists 
for 19 points and a negative 13 plus minus. Oh, no. His name is Milan Lechick. Uh, what do you have? The hunchback of... 10 and, fif- name. 10, and, 10 and 15. 10, 10 and 15. 10 and 15. And I, yeah, I think he's going to play like 10 minutes a game on average. 10 and 15 is not bad. Um, I'm just going to take the under here. I'm going to go nine. I'm going to go nine and 18. That'd be good. That'd be his best year since 17, 18. 18 assists on this team. I mean, I mean, he's not relying too much on last year, but this team scores a lot in my mind. They do. Maybe it's the laundry that scores a lot. They score so fucking much. It's stupid. They They score goals. All right. The last one. Last forward. Who? Who? Who do you? Who? Who? You said his name already. Calder contender. Ah, yes. Matthew Hotra. Okay. So we discussed this before the episode started. This will prediction. We'll probably go out the window because we. I'm going to make it on the assumption he plays at least most of the season with Boston. Okay. Because I, I, it, I think it's up the to, prediction here. It's up to him. Yeah, I, I think it's up to him because they're going to give him at least the nine games. And then I think depending on how he does in those nine games, they're going to determine whether or not they want to burn the first year of his contract to keep him there. Also keeping in mind that like who's coming up underneath him, like who's next in line other than him. I think it's more likely than not he sticks around after those nine games. That's where I'm at. Totally and exclusively basing that off of the preseason performance, which is not NHL hockey. It's it's NHL hockey with a big asterisk. So it's Mm -hmm. not the best. But with that caveat, I would take 15-15 from a rookie year from from him. 15-20, 15-20, honestly. I'll give him 15-20. You're going 15-20. I the think same he year can as, do it. Same there. year as Frederick, huh? Yeah, man. I, I think that highly of him. I think there's enough there. I don't think that's a, a crazy pick. Like I I think Bedard is going to hit 30-30. Easy. Maybe like 20-40, but, but that's where I'm at. Where, where are you at is it thinking that he plays most of the season with Boston? Don't. You don't think he does? I don't. I think it's going to be a situation where they intend to just use the nine games and then um, maybe later on they actually end up burning the the year of the contract or year of whatever eligibility, however that works. Um, I think it's going to be a necessity thing because I think they're going to be pushing for a play. We're, we'll get there, but I think they're going to be making a push and need him um, in which uh, he, he doesn't play a full season. I think he goes seven and ten. I would still take that depending on the amount of games. I would still like that. Yeah. Um funny funny little thing. Remember remember when you and I met? Yes. Matt Potra was 8. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, what was that tweet? It's like he'll be the first Bruin um Oh, I forgot how it was worded. He's the first Bruin. He's the he's the first he's guy. The first he's the, one, yeah. the very first one. He was like never first, alive. Yeah, for Bergeron's for first game, game where Bruce, game. Yeah, Bergeron. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Yeah, the first rostered player who was not alive when Bergeron played his first NHL game. 
Great. Awesome. I love growing I up. I look at that as so he has only ever known the Bruins with Patrice Bergeron or himself. Is Matt Potter just Bergeron in, in like a fake mustache? Like is you know what he it's, is? It's is, kind of suspicious. Like he's handsome. So that could be he's, it. You he's know, very he's endearingly very awkward too. Like they did like a locker room interview with him, and it was like it's still like he's a bright eyed and bushy tailed and like kind of like mm-hmm. clearly like hasn't figured it out yet. It was like when Ray Croppers these... came to Nesson and didn't in his first couple yeah, nights, yeah, it yeah. was like just like, oh, he'll get there, he'll get there. Like that was one of the, my favorites, but the thing about his like his draft photos just look like something that we're gonna look at in twenty five years and be like, oh, wow, yeah. oh, he looked so young, a baby, an actual infant. Like, yeah, he's gonna be a grizzled vet by then. A beard, no teeth. Can't wait. No, he's gonna stay handsome. He's gonna like break his nose like Bergeron. Somehow get more handsome. All right, Rob. Yes. Two two parter here. Oh, okay. What will be the Boston Bruins' final record? Ugh. And where will they finish in the standings? See, this is so nuanced because I have to take into account how I think everyone else is going to do too, mm-hmm. which I don't make a podcast for all the other teams because I don't know them that well. No. Uh, probably not 65 wins. Less than 65 wins. I feel pretty good about that. Um trying to think of like a record that would be i think they're going to end up i'm not answering your question i think they're going to end up with like about a little over 100 points like 102 103 i think they're going to be in that area and i think they're going to be in an actual playoff spot i don't think they're going to have to worry about the wild card i think they'll take the two or the three um but like actual record i i i'm trying to i got to work backwards here now so for let's say 45 uh 17 and 10. Does that math line 45 up? did I do that right? 45 17 Nope, that is 72 games. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. This, this is hard. Five more games to hand out here. Jesus. Uh 48 20 and 14. I would take that. No, even that's way fucking wrong. I'm bad at this, man. No, it's the right number. No, it's the right number of games with the point total would be off. That would have them at like 110 points. It would have them at 110 points. Or 108 points. Okay. Whatever. 46-2016. And then we can move on. We can move on. We're going to be here all day, me trying to do math. 46, 20, and 16. For... The show will get so much better when there's actual hockey to talk about. We promise you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I, I'm mad because I had them at 48, 21, and 13. Hey, 100... no, that's fine. That's good. I like when we align because that means Yeah, with 109 points. Um, hey. Yeah, making those dang playoffs. Yeah, so... I, I very much think that. Oh, dude, this is a, a perfect moment. So okay. I was uh, 1 a.m. last night. Obviously, I'm not going to bed because I'm a night owl. And I just started watching Bruins videos. And one came up. It was the Steve Dangle podcast. And it was like them talking about their predictions for the Bruins this year. I put it on. And there's two things that really bothered me. One, they were like, 
I'll say a few things. So enough time has passed since the end of the last season to really contextualize how insane last year was. So they asked him, like, where do you think he, they're going to fall point wise? And I think Vegas had them at like 100.5. And they were asking, like, what do you think Vegas is putting them at? And they're like, well, how many points did they have last year? And they're like, 135. And I just like laughed out loud. I was like, that's the first time that I heard that number. And it properly was framed in my mind. Like, yeah, holy shit. What happened last year? Like, what the f- 135? Like, it was and it felt good because all last season I was like, man, I just, I know I can't appreciate it yet. Like, I can't see how crazy this is. This is the first time that hearing that number rang in my head. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, and uh, then they learned it was 100.5. That's what Vegas has them at. And they kept being like, oh, they're that's a big drop. That's a 31 point drop off. That's not that's not good for them. I'm like, shut. The, what the fuck are you talking about? Like. Yeah. Oh, they're not going to break the NHL record again. They're only going to be a plus uh, over a hundred. You want to be trending up all the time. If you fucking wish your team was over a hundred points every year, like I would be thrilled with one hundred one points. Maybe not thrilled. I'd be very, very happy with one hundred one. That's how you make the dance, dude. Usually, we'll get you into the playoffs. So that I was like, all right, they're not really giving that the the nuance it deserves. And then shortly afterwards, Steve Dangle, who we talk about, I really like. He said, well, Don Sweeney is historically really great at drafting prospects. And I said, nope. And I I said, nope. And I turned the video off. (laughs) It's like, I don't need to hear anything else. Like, was he being sarcastic? No, he was not. Uh, I, I. Maybe he was, and he I didn't get to that part, but I instantly turned it off. I was like, I don't need to hear anything else. That that completely what are you failed. Doing, like, Steve, I just thought it was funny. I was like, and I need to hear no more. Yeah, that'll do it right there. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a big old flag that says I don't know what I'm talking about. It's quite literally, yeah. the one thing that man, one thing that man really doesn't do well. Like, yeah, I mean, and it takes like, is the 2015 draft not or whatever is it 15 15 yeah is it the 2015 draft not like all borderline like a meme we gave up three first round picks for jake debrusque basically is it not like um like well known that like the bruins flubbed that and all the guys they could have had is that it's not infamous. like very common to, i don't know we could have started it's hard to know dynasty. when you're in the space and like you know yeah it's hard to know for sure but I don't know. Yeah. So I I think 100.5 is a point total I would take the over on, but again, that is probably some homerism and some hope speaking. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's, the, I still think it's true. The last prediction we had I wrote down as specific prediction. I guess you could yes. look at this as a weird prediction, a strange prediction, a uh specific prediction uh do you have one ready or do you need me a precise prediction precise prediction precise chin i do have one but go you go give me yours and this is i was kind of grasping for something a little uh obscure because it'd be fun to get right not so much i feel in my heart this will happen i'd be like this could happen i would love to predict that it happened right there will be a penalty shot goal scored by a defenseman this year. Ooh. I like that. Right? Penalty shot goal scored by a defenseman. I'm looking at you, McAvoy. 
That's but really the only one. Imagine Derek Forward just fucking dangling the soul out of somebody, a la like Sean Thornton did, like against the Jets. Like, how many defensemen get penalties? Almost none, which is why it'd be a really fun thing to see happen. Like, well, that I like that. I like that. Mine is mine will feel more likely off the bat. Okay. But I don't know if it actually is. I think they're in the same realm of possibility here. My specific prediction is a two fight night for Milan Lucic. Oh, uh, <laughs> opening night. <laughs> Does he have that in him still? Yeah. <gasps> Can I add on to that? Hit it. Both of them against Ryan Reeves. Amazing. Toronto. Amazing. Saturday night. In Toronto, or even at the fucking garden, wherever. I mean, how many they just get in their skin the first fight? It's like not really, they didn't get it all out. So, like, they like right afterwards, they keep going, or even later in the game. Oh, I could see that. I could totally see that. It would have to be like a one on one heated personal hatred. It couldn't just be a situational thing because I think at that Mm -hmm. point he wouldn't. It has to be a no, fuck you. I'm not done with you kind of thing. Yeah, it would, like the first one would have to be like shut down pretty quickly. Yes, yeah, like yeah. we're it's not going to be two bouts. No, yeah. Um, so he did have two fights last year that were two days apart. So it was back to back games. It was January twenty first and twenty third of twenty twenty three. Okay. Um. Now you're probably asking, Joe has has he ever had a two fight night? And has he? Um, the answer is I, I can't be sure. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is give me more time. Yeah, the answer is I would need a little bit longer, and I don't see it. Um, but he is no stranger to fighting multiple times in a week. Uh, I did it also uh, in October of 2021. He fought the 18th and the 21st. Those are also back-to-back games. Uh, so two in the same night. Is it crazy? Yeah. Could he do it? Maybe. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's uh you get a, a misconduct on top of it for fighting twice in the same game. But it's just no, it's three times. Three times. Three times you're out. And you and can fight you can fight two times, but if you after your third fight, you're kicked out. Teams fought against. Do you want to guess who leads the pack? For in what? Teams fought against for like Milan how, Lucic. Like how many times has he fought a specific team? Yeah. There's two teams tied for first. Montreal. Are they is one east, one west? They don't crack the top ten. Jesus. Uh is one east, one west. They are both east. I believe there's one team here that I always forget. I think they're both east. Okay. I'm just trying to think of teams that he would have played a lot. Atlantic? Mm -hmm. Atlantic. Mm -hmm. Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. Okay. And the, and the other, other one, one I would I would guess would be the uh, Metropolitan. Uh, I never remember where these guys are. I'm pretty sure they're they're slated somewhere stupid. I truly do not know. I, I uh, might be West. They might be Central. Columbus. It's the Senators. They are in the Atlantic. They are in our division. Since when? Yeah, they, yeah, they are. are they are like the last team I think of. Is I, that's probably Atlanta heavily team. influenced by Chris Neal. Because Luch and Neal fought quite a bit. I like Chris Neal. 
tough bastard. He's fought Kern- Curtis McDermott four times. I thought you were saying Colonel. <laughs> Colonel McDermott. <laughs> Colonel McDermott. <laughs> fought Curtis McDermott four times. So it's a lot of times. It's a lot of times. Luch knocked him out last time, too. Did we talk about Greer yet, by the way? I don't think we did. No. Uh, AJ Greer was put on the waiver wire and was picked up by the Calgary Flames. So we, a couple things. So we basically traded Lucic for Greer, which is kind of funny because Greer has said that his favorite player growing up was Milan Lucic. That is the sad part about this is that they won't get to play together. That, that I was first thought was looking forward to that. I was like, I think that might be good for Greer. Yeah. And that kind of does suck. He just, it just wasn't it. I kind of expected this in the same way that I kind of expected Zaboral to not be making the opening night roster, which he is not. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking forward to more DJ AJ Greer. I that forgot was, about that. Yeah. He's a musician. So sure I, is. I was looking forward to a little more DJ AJ. Just does not roll off the tongue, does it? No, there's something there. I'm not finding it right now. Just but. call him DJ Greer. It's close enough. ADJ. That's nope, not that's it. worse. That's, that's so worse. much worse. That's Infinitely worse. worse. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, I feel like that's good for the season. I'm gonna. I think they can start the season three and zero. Because they Who's play after Chicago, Chicago, Nashville. Chicago. Who's ranked? So Nashville. So we're playing Chicago, which is ranked thirtieth. This is by ESPN. Uh-huh. Then we play Nashville, who's ranked twenty second. And for reference, the Bruins are ranked tenth. Mm-hmm. And then they play the Sharks, who are ranked thirty second. So two of the first three are against a bottom three team. So I, I mean, on paper, you're good. supposed to start three and zero. In on, that's exactly it. In theory, they should start the season three and zero, and then we get the articles about how they're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. No, we won't. We should because that'd be we funny. Should. We should. I'll write it. Fuck it. Write it. I'll write it. Let's post it on Facebook. Yeah, but I, I think they'll they're going to have a strong start again. It's going to be a fun year, man. That that's my prediction. We're going to have fun this year. I'm really excited. For this season, more than I think I've ever been excited. More than you've ever been excited, <laughs> just in general. Ever, <laughs> I am not an easily excited person. It takes it's like the, this. It's like the first year that like Christmas didn't really excite you anymore. Mm. That, that was a difficult part of growing up. I was like, oh, it's an off year, and then the year after that, I was like, oh, this is just life now. I just don't get excited for things. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited now. I can't wait tomorrow night drinking expensive ass IPAs at Hub Hall, stumbling up to my we drink. Seat. We drink in this game. Uh, I'll have a couple, a couple, uh, two, three, couple, two, three. Uh, I just like don't drink. Any, I just like don't drink anymore. I know. Like, that's why I'm blown away that you're talking about like, yeah, let's go have some beers. And then yesterday you're texting well, I me. Say like, like, I say like I have like Hub Hall drinking before you get there. When I say that, what that translates to for Rob is I'm going to have one beer and that will be fine. Like I will like I will. I am a lightweight now, which is weird because I'm not a lightweight in the literal sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no one one IPA and I'm good. I had a casual night. Maybe two. Maybe maybe like a week ago. Uh, Old Joe casual drinking. Oh, no. Because I just I haven't been drinking either. And. You know, old Joe casual drinking includes two or three tequila shots throughout the night, a couple different kinds of beer and a mixed drink while I'm out. 
and I woke up feeling like like I was at Project X, just like I, I you know, partied my ass off and went back through thinking like what I drank. And I was like, that's not crazy. And uh, I had to remind myself, well, yeah, it's not crazy for me five years ago. I guess I don't do that anymore. So what I'm saying is let's take some shots tomorrow. <laughs> I do have a couple nips of tequila, so I could bring those. Let's fuck it up, man. Let's fuck, fuck yeah, us man. up. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. It's going to be a loud one. It's going it to be a loud guy. It's going to be exciting. The, the, the preamble is always really long. People forget about that. Those yeah, season opener. Because they, they announce the whole roster. They do. And they, they don't like, need to, uh, but they do. They do this, this centennial thing. They're going to be doing like alumni coming out. Like, mm-hmm. like it's a 7 p.m. game, but it, puck drop won't be till like 7.30, 7.40. No, it's a 7.30 probably. game. Oh, is it really? Really? Okay, that's yeah. why then, because they're starting there. Ah, that makes sense because the team tweeted out. They're like, "Hey, aim to be in your seat by seven because they're like, okay. fucking watch this shit." Okay, because we put a lot of goddamn work into this. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you got anything else? Yeah. What? 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 What's going on, with Mark Shifley? Why did I just get a notification about Shifley? Uh, he's well, oh, they just signed, contract. yeah. Him and um, Hellbuck both signed, what was it eight and a half million a year? Yeah, seven year, 59.5 million dollars. Yeah, they signed identical con- contracts on the same day. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah seven 8. years, 8.5. Yeah. yeah, something to be excited about if you're a Jets fan. Hellbuck looks like Lucifer incarnate, yes. Certainly plays like it. I want to see him. Oh yeah, he does. Oh my god, yeah, he does. He he very much does. Yeah, yeah he looks like a evil. really lazy depiction of the devil. Like yeah, that's what everybody thinks the devil looks like. <laughs> like yeah, there's no creativity in in making your devil look like that. <laughs> it's oh like yeah, no kidding. <laughs> like yeah, that's let's think outside the box here, guys. Well, I got nothing else for yeah, this no, episode neither. specifically. Uh, we will be aiming to do an episode to actually cover the season over because the Bruins do not play again until Saturday. Uh, so we will have a bit of a bit of an in between time. That's what I was pulling up. That's what I was trying to pull up. Okay. Yeah, so I love that season opener. Then you have to wait another four days to watch them play again. Amazing. It's what you want. I don't know why the, the, the app just forgot that I'm a Bruins fan. Oh my God. Fantastic. So they play Wednesday uh, and they don't play again until Saturday. And then they don't play again until Thursday. Okay. So, well, very worst case scenario. We'll, we'll be talking about these two games. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just aim to do, you that. do that. Yeah. Sunday morning. Rain is falling. Maybe. I feel like I'm doing something Sunday morning. I'm golfing Sunday morning. Actually. Yuck. Hard. I know. Right. Season's over. Well, season's starting. Hockey players don't golf. Everybody knows that. Yeah, knock it off. My bad. All right. All right. Well, I can't wait to come back in six months to find out that we got everything eerily correct. Especially the penalty shot by Derek Forbert. Especially that one. That's the one that we're all hanging on the edge of our seat for. All Two right, well, penalty shots in the same game. Can you believe it? Pretty straightforward. Pretty short one for us too. Yeah, Just, yeah. Here's that, our season I mean, predictions. Like, yeah, yeah. Glad we did yeah. this one. Yeah, yeah. This was good. Yeah. yeah. See. All right. Well, all right. Well, thanks for thanks hanging out, Rob. Thanks for thanks for joining, Joseph, and you, the listener. Thank and you. you. 
for always. Bearing with me.